Well, exactly. I think we all. We all <laughs> I think we. You, you know what I mean. You know what they like going for the kiss, and you're like, ugh. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Savage Podcast. Another day, another episode. <laughs> another day, another episode. Yeah. Some of us had a mental breakdown this week. <laughs> Rose, do, do tell. It could be, it could be me um, or it could be not me. But anyway, uh, how are we feeling today? I think everyone's feeling fantastic. Rose, the real question is, how are you feeling? You know? <laughs> oh, oh, finally, you ask after two hours of us uh, speaking. <laughs> Just kidding. How's your day been, Ralph? What's been going on with My you? day's been good. Tell, 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 tell the audience, the listeners, how you've been doing. I mean, I took the dogs out for two walks. Mm, very nice. And uh, that, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an amazing Monday. Yes, I went for a workout. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> wow, my life is really fun. Mine was go to the office, do my job, and then yeah, I prefer my life. Yeah, two walks with dogs. Yeah, that's that's, that's much the better. dream, really. That is the dream. You'd be living that's, the dream. That's honestly all I want to do in life is just walk my dogs. God damn, and feed them and stuff, that's and take it. naps. You don't want to socialize with people. You don't want to. I see mean, that's I, true. I do want to socialize. You don't ever want to see me. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I do want to socialize, but with people I want to socialize with, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. No, I um, mean and on you, that positive Daniel. note, see you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, so uh, we're going to start off with a podcast shout out. We yeah. got one new Patreon. We sure do. Uh, We'd like to welcome Manny. Hi, Manny. Yeah. Okay, welcome to the Patreon family. If you guys haven't joined yet, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. That's yeah. going to get you bonus episodes every single month only for the Patreon mm-hmm. members. We're going to record our Patreon exclusive for April. April. After this, yes. so uh, definitely check it out, you guys. It's only starting at three dollars a month, mm-hmm. so cheap, yep. and you get every episode a week earlier than everyone else, and you get ad-free content. And it hasn't gone up with inflation. It's been three dollars for a I while, know, guys. Right? So we should, uh, we should raise it to five <laughs> to adjust for inflation, yeah, but exactly. we won't. We won't. We won't. Um, so uh, yeah, check it out, you guys. The link is always in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, yeah. So today. I picked the stories. Rose picked the stories. <laughs> she got some stories for us. I'm excited. Yay. Um, in case you guys, Rose was alluding to my nervous breakdown this weekend. <laughs> so that's why she was like, I'm going to take you some stuff off stressed. your plate. Yeah, I just have a lot going on, guys. But I feel like you don't, you, you, you handle it very well. Normally, I deal with stress really well. And like, normally, I feel like I can. No, but even my when you life. were saying you were having a mental breakdown, you were very normal. Like, you weren't like. <sighs> well, <laughs> like, you were very normal. Other people would probably break down crying. I was close. It. <laughs> were you no Aww. actually i wasn't no you weren't you were very normal i was like you see you don't seem stressed at all but i'm sure you were in the inside i well i am on the inside oh god damn, because Daniel. i've been having some stomach issues which i was telling rose about I'm and not i gonna said go it into, was probably the straight yeah i won't go into details but like normally everything like works quite well and yeah. it's just been like i've been like a little bit bloated and just like not feeling great and i think it is stress related i think so, the gut is very heavily related to your mental health daniel for sure and mm-hmm. right now my mental my mental health be a bit low Oh, goddamn, damn, I hope damn. you feel better. Goddamn, thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, well, first, should we talk about the show that we've been watching on uh, Netflix? Yes. Um, Guys, I've I've been obsessed. Rose Daniel's out. a bit question. Uh, I got beef. You got beef with beef? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got beef with beef. Oh, actually, this actually ties into one of the stories. Ooh, okay. So beef is the show that we're talking about. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's called beef. beef. I was like, can I watch this as a vegan? It's called beef. Goddamn. Can I consume this? Can sort you consume, of media. Can you consume that beef? It'd be, it be called beef. Anyways, it's called beef. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with beef. It well, does, it does have something to do it with It has to do with beef. like the slang beef, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I got beef with this person. Yeah. yeah. So basically, it's about two people. We can't give away too much. It's kind no. of like a dark comedy. That's how I would describe it. I also think it's like a... Drama? I want to say it's it's um, a satire on life. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's very sure. it's very that. Like, there's some key pivotal moments there where there's certain things that are said and done, which like make you question everything. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> not to be vague or anything at all, no. well, but no, we, like, we can't tell you anything. So basically can we not say anything. Well, I can tell you the premise. 
like basically it starts off. I mean, this is like well known, right? Yeah, yeah. This is what the actors say as well. Yeah. So basically it starts off with two people. There's a, a woman, Ali Wong, who's yeah. a famous comedian. Um, and then there's the man, Stephen Yun, who yeah. is a famous actor. Yeah. And uh, they're both Asian American. Stephen Yun is Korean. Yeah. And he is Korean in the show as well. Yeah. And then Ali Wong, uh, I think she's Chinese. Yeah. She plays a Chinese person. I think she's Chinese too. And then I think in real life she's like half Vietnamese or something. But yeah. either way. So they don't know each other. And then they get into this like road rage incident. Yeah. Okay. Where they're both like, they're both kind of like very stressed out <coughs> mm-hmm. for very different reasons in their own lives. And then because of this road rage, mm. because they're already stressed in their normal life, they take it far. Yeah. They take it too far. But I wouldn't even say that it's necessarily that they're stressed in their normal life. I mean, they are, but I would argue that they're just like unhappy, unhappy. Yes. They're just unhappy in, in very different ways as well. In, in extremely which different ways, yeah. which is kind of unique. And that plays into factors later on. Sure. Which without giving away too much, but again, it's just this, it, it's just like this feeling of dissatisfaction that they have yes. in general with their life. Yes. Very yeah. good. And then, yeah. And it's only what? 10 episodes? 10 episodes. Are there, each episode's like 30 minutes, right? I think. Yeah. So They're it's, like a, short it's an and easy sweet. watch, but yeah. it's like, I watch it in like, I think three or four days. God damn. Which, you know, I mean, some people say they watch it in like a day or two. I know. I don't understand. Like, I mean, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever watched a show. Well, I probably have a, in a I'm day. I'm sure. I'm sure there has been something that we've watched in a day. The oh, problem yeah. is it's Breaking Bad. You don't watch it all in a day. Remember we watched it in like two days over the holidays. <laughs> the entirety of the... Okay, maybe it was like three There's like, like six days. seasons. I know. Maybe it was like four or five days, but like we literally... We did. We did nothing. We did nothing. <laughs> we did nothing. We literally like... And if I don't know how many this, episodes... This, this is like when we were living in London and then me and Daniel, we were um, flatmates. <clears throat> yeah. Flatmates. Flatmates. And um, I think all of our friends had, you know, maybe gone home home for the holidays and yeah. we were just like in London. And, you know, when you're away from home yeah. and you don't have family there, you're like, okay, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So I think we just like sat down and just, we didn't sit down. We laid down, we laid down. and re- then just watched it in our laptop because we didn't have TV. I remember one of the days too. I remember like checking my <laughs> Fitbit and it was like that day that we <laughs> watched. Like, honestly, I've never had a lower step count. I think I was like maybe 500 for the whole day. Oh God. Like, and you know that's bad. Oh yeah. Cause that's probably me like walking down the stairs, getting something from the fridge, going to the bathroom and then going back to bed. And then that, I, I swear Fitbit also counts when you're like moving your arms. So basically so I was clearly like you haven't moved at all. Yeah. Basically. I wonder why. I wonder why I didn't go to my aunt's that Christmas. That's weird. I don't know. Maybe we. No, we didn't go there. I, I don't know. know. Anyway. Anyways. Yeah. Um. So yes, I recommend watching Beef. But mm-hmm. there, there's people, people having some beef with Beef. I liked it. No, I, but I, no, I, there's drama, Daniel. There's drama. There's beef about beef. Yes, there's beef about beef. Is it like the message that it sends? No, no, no. There's actual beef. Let me, let me, let me get into it. Oh, God damn. Is that one of the stories, Rose? Yeah. God damn, there's beef about beef. So, you know, the guy that plays the angry guy, what's his name? Vincent? No, what's his name? Victor? What's his name? The cousin. The cousin oh, that keeps Isaac. going to jail. Oh, why did I say Vincent? I think it's Isaac. I'm pretty sure it's Isaac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. It's cousin Isaac. Yeah, but he's not really that angry. Well, I mean, he is. Well, he's like, like, he's like the kind of gangster. Yeah. So anyways, there's a character named Isaac mm-hmm. and he's played by he's do you recognize that guy no his name's David Cho and he's kind of like famous in this like LA scene I think okay. he's like a, he, again he's Korean American mm-hmm. and he's a famous artist actually and he did the art artwork for the um you know like in the beginning of the every episode there was mm-hmm. like weird artwork that weird it almost looks like a famous <clears throat> painting do you know what I mean? Right. Like a, like a Mon- not a Monet, so, but like a yeah. Renaissance art. Or I something. think he, I think he did at least some of the artwork yeah. for that. So I don't know if it was all of it, but he did yeah. some of it. So he, so he's kind of like a public figure, okay? Yeah. But he, apparently, he's not even an actor. Anyway, so he's a public figure. He's an artist, mm-hmm. and apparently, years ago, <clears throat> when Facebook was like going public or whatever, yeah, um, he was invited to paint something, some kind of mural in the Facebook office. Okay. And uh, I can't remember by who. I think it was the guy that played that's played by uh, Justin Timberlake. What's his name? Anyway, Stephen Parker. What's his name? Anyway, Stephen <laughs> Parker. One of the dudes I was involved with Facebook. Okay, yeah. Um, invited the dude. Invited uh, David, Cho David Cho to go and like do a mural and a painting or whatever in the Facebook office. Mm. And then, and then instead of being paid cash, he was paid with Facebook stock. Which then, of course, we all know how Facebook became. It became like huge, what trillion dollar fucking business? I don't know. So he became basically like I don't know a multi multi millionaire. Like I think it became worth like two hundred million dollars or something. Can you imagine? That's insane. You do one piece of artwork. Can you fucking imagine? No. Take the goddamn stock. I know. (laughs) Exactly. This is what I have to say. What if it fails? Then you get paid nothing. This is true. (laughs) It's always a risk. But to be honest, like I feel like a lot of the time, like. 
this is how a lot of people make money from startups as well. Like if, right. you, if, if you work at a startup and instead, I mean, you obviously get your salary, but it might be a bit, bit lower, but then you get stock in exchange. Yeah. It's like, if you, if you have a good feeling about the company, the company's being successful. Yeah. The best thing to do is not to sell your stock and hold it. Right. Because then if the company ever IPOs or somebody else comes in and buys the company, right. generally they'll buy the stock at a premium as well. Sure. And you'll get cash out. Right. God damn, so, Daniel. Nobody paid me stock. I know. God damn. <laughs> me neither. So anyway, so dude's rich. That's kind of the background. I don't yeah. know that much about this guy. I've okay. seen him around, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got this like rough around the edges sort of persona. Vibe. So I guess he had a podcast with um, some Asian porn star. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know her name. Anyway, yeah. she, he had a podcast and they, you know, again, LA Asian people scene. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. It's like a whole culture. Yeah. They had this podcast together and in one episode, I don't know how many years ago this was, but in one episode, this guy starts, so he's, I don't, I don't even think he's a comedian. Is he a comedian? Anyway, he starts talking about this one time he was getting a massage. Okay. And he basically starts describing how he kind of like sexually assaulted the massage therapist. Oh God. And in very graphic detail as well. And it it's quite, it's quite like. You know, it's out God. there. God, I, I, I honestly, I feel so bad. Like for people, because a lot of people go into that industry, like in the masseuse, in masseuse right. industry, like because they like to give massages. Right. But like, God, I just can't imagine like if I was a masseuse. Can you like, imagine? There's probably so many creepy men. Ew, exactly. And like some, some of them probably just think like, ooh, this is my way of. Yeah. Ew. Getting a happy ending because, you know. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, oh. this clip has resurfaced. Okay. Mm. So later, viral. this dude. Okay, first of all, the the dude claims that uh, he made it up, which yeah. I don't believe. I don't believe because I listened to a part of it and there, this just doesn't make sense. Like, why mm. would you make this shit up? It wasn't funny. It wasn't like it, it was like a full, you know, how, like sometimes when people make up a story, there's like a full, you know, when pe- when people do stand up comedy, mm. there's like a, there's like a punchline. There was no punchline. Yeah. It was just him, you know, like you know, just telling the story. And why is it only coming out now when it's resurfacing <clears throat> that it's not true? Well, he may have said that before as well. I'm not sure. Yeah. But let me, let me just see, like basically he, and it was, it wasn't just sexual assault. It was, it was basically like, um, the, the word that rhymes with grape. Yes. That's oh basically God. kind of what it was. Anyways. Um, so that's the kind of like the background, the background at this mm-hmm. moment. So beef cast creator, um, released joint statement addressing David Cho's, you know, rape comments. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. I, I said it guys. I said the word. Um, so <sighs> let me see this following the series release earlier this month, a 2014 clip. Okay. Of Cho's now defunct podcast resurfaced, which showed him talking about sexually assaulting a massage therapist. The 46 year old, um, apologized for the comments at the time, claiming that the anecdote was a fabricated fabrication for the sake of the podcast again i don't believe it i don't believe it yeah um because it was just so graphic and Mm. like unnecessary and then like her even the co-host was like dude you basically like yeah you know graped yes you basically graped her anyways um on friday beef showrunner lee sung jin i guess that's like one of the creators and his stars those are the main two stars uh released a statement calling cho's story undeniably hurtful and extremely disturbing Mm. the story david cho fabricated nine years ago is undeniably hurtful and extremely disturbing we do not condone this story in any way and we understand why this has been so upsetting and triggering the statement read we are aware david has apologized in the past for making up this horrific story and we've seen him put the work uh, to get mental health support he needed over the last decade decade to better himself and learn from his mistakes blah 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 blah. i don't know i think he's making it up that Mm. that he made it up but i know who knows i don't know but this begs the question Mm. should people cancel the show because of this situation this is a tough one so i've seen this happen actually well not recently but there was a um a series of rupaul's drag race okay where a different kind of situation happened, but one of the contestants, um, Sherry Pye. Okay. Um, basically while on the show, it came out that, um, Sherry Pye, she works in, I think I want to say like New York or somewhere like anyway, where there's lots of like theater stuff. Right. And she was actually like a casting director or like something like this, or, or she actually posed to be a casting director and had like 
um, basically enticed young men to like <gasps> send her like not nudes, but like, you know, sex explicit. explicit stuff in hopes of them. They wanted to become famous. Right. And she had like sure. said, look, I'll help you get famous, blah, 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 blah. And then really was just taking advantage of these of these young men. Um, I don't think there was anything. I don't know if there's anything like full on, right. but like it definitely was like manipulative and stuff. Uh. So it came out while the show was filming. Um, and so what they did is they still finished the series of RuPaul's Drag Race. She wasn't in the finale. Uh, Sherry okay. Pie. Oh, because it came out while it was filming. Yeah. And what they did on the entire series, like you guys can go and watch this. I can't remember what season it is, but on the entire series at the beginning of the show, even though Sherry Pie is still in a lot of episodes. Right. It says that in light of events, Sherry Pie was removed from the competition, blah, 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 in like every episode. Okay. So like towards the end of the, the show, like she's just gone, like she's not right. anymore. But it happened like during filming. So they'd already filmed so much of the series and then later yeah, cut it out. That's hard to cut out as well. Exactly. And like I think to myself, like this is, <clears throat> so basically my long response to that question <laughs> yeah. um, is I don't necessarily think that the show should be canceled because, you know, there's a lot of other people that, you know, put a lot of hard work and everything else into the show. That being said, like maybe, you know, if there is a season two of Beef, maybe that's like something that needs to oh, come Oh, you in. think there'd be a season two? Who knows? God dang. You think it's only, you think I only got Beef with one person most? <laughs> I don't um, know. I think they should end it with this season. Yeah, I mean, a good, it was a good ending. I thought. Well, yeah. you didn't like the ending, but anyway, I know. Um, but but I think like depending on the series, right? Like, I I don't think number one, I don't think necessarily that the show should be pulled completely. Right. Oh, I because, don't think so. Because like, think about this. Imagine like we work on this project, right? We put a lot of time, a lot of right. energy, and we happen to be working with a bunch of other people. Sure. Then it comes to light that we didn't know about that one other person. I wonder if they knew it. Maybe they didn't. Let's assume they didn't. Let's know. assume they didn't. Because you know what? Honestly, like quite <clears throat> how often do we work with people that we don't know their backstory? Right. Like we don't know. We know what they tell us. Mm. We don't know all this other dram- dramatic stuff. Like, and imagine you put all this hard work, all this dedication, mm. all this time into this project. That's like your baby. And right. it's, and it's hugely successful. And then it comes out later that one person that happens to be in this project with you did some really crazy or shady, sh- shady yeah. stuff. So you know, maybe what they could add is like a disclaimer on the show or like, right. you know, something to like just not discredit, but just say like this person will no longer be in future episodes or whatever it might be. But I don't think you should take away right. from the, the show itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What I are agree. your, what are your thoughts? I agree. I, um, I mean, it's, it's shitty. Like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, Yeah. you know, it's I don't so shitty. I, I still, for the life of me, like I just, I don't understand how people can even do stuff like that. I like, know. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you know, I, I just, I know it baffles my mind. And to say it on again, maybe he didn't do it. Maybe he did make it up. Yeah. I highly doubt it, but maybe he made it up. I mean, but why would you make that up? <laughs> but Why would you make that up? That's like, it's like, so stupid. That's so stupid. Why would you make that up? It's and it, like, I don't know. And then the way that he was describing it as well, it was mm-hmm. very like, because I, I, I mean, thankfully, I've never been in this situation, but it was almost like the woman didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe the guy, maybe he thought this is like consent. Mm-hmm. This is the where it's kind of like shitty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he was basically like, this is what I did. And then she just kind of stood there. Yeah. I was like, well, what? Because we think I think like what we think we would do in that situation is like be like, fuck you, fuck off or like, mm. you know, whatever. But I think a lot of people freeze. Yeah. Because you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, yeah. Imagine- oh, God. Let's not talk about it too much. I know. Like, I just don't even know what... I, I mm-hmm. also don't know what I would do. Imagine I go to my, like, you know, what oh, God. I, somebody in my office or something, and all of a sudden, they're just like... Yeah, because, like, we also... We have to think about it, right? It's like, we're human beings, and mm-hmm. we we kind of don't want to... Even if they're doing something bad, mm-hmm. we don't... We almost, like, don't want to accuse them of something, or we don't want to make the situation awkward. Mm. I mean, yeah. It's crazy. God damn it. Be crazy as hell. So I think I've definitely kissed some guys. I didn't want to. Well, exactly. I think we all, we all, <laughs> oh, I think God, we, you know what I mean? You know what they like going for the kiss and you're like, Ugh. we've all done it. I've definitely pulled some guys off. But yeah. <laughs> Get off me. I know. But sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to do this. I, know, but then, I had one instance in London that was like a horrible ugh. experience. And I was like, this guy was like, so like too much. And like right in my face. He and raped like, your face. Daniel. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, get off me. Like, what are you doing? Like, ugh. oh, like it's so gross. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've definitely, you know, let it happen when I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, and then afterwards I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, God, why did I do that? Oh, it's so gross. So anyways. Yeah. So that's the drama. God Don't know, damn. guys. What do you guys think? Do you think that they should 
cut him out of the show. Like, what the fuck should they do? Yeah, it's already out. Like, it is already out. And I just, I just think, like, to my from my perspective, like, and again, I could be looking at this the wrong wrong way. I just like all of the other people put so much work into I the agree. show. Yeah, and it's like they didn't. Maybe they didn't know that. I'm sure that like a lot of the cast didn't know that. Like, right? You know, because again, like you know, I think about like my office job and I work with loads of different people. Right. I don't know their backstory. I right. don't know what they've been doing. And, maybe they I, thought, and I wouldn't ask. Like, right. I'm not going to be like, Oh Rose, have you ever talked about graping someone on a podcast? <laughs> like, well, maybe they thought, I think also because this happened in 2014. So I think he did address it. Cause I'm sure this caused drama right after he said it. Yeah. Even though it was a different time on the internet in 2018 yeah. or 2014. 2014 yeah. I'm sure like it caused drama, which is why he said again, that he apparently made it up. And I guess we do have to, you know, innocent until, pro- until proven guilty, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So maybe he, they all thought, or he thought it was, it was, it was all good. Mm. That was like 10, almost 10 years ago. And the person hasn't come forward. It sounds like. I know, but that's hard to do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. really hard to do. Um, so maybe he did make it up. Who the mm-hmm. fuck knows? But either way, it's fucked. You know what I mean? Either way. Either, either if, way, it's fucked. If he made it up, it's like, that's also fucked up. Like, Why would you do fuck, that? Man. And if you didn't make it up, it's also fucked up. So either yeah. way, you can't win. Yep. So anyways. It's a lose-lose. Mm-hmm. Ew. And like, it just makes me look at him in such a different light. I know. I'm like, he, he already looked kind of creepy to mm-hmm. begin with, you know? It doesn't help. <laughs> <coughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> so that's beef, guys. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, watch it with your own discretion. If you think that it's not something you can watch based on what we just said. Yeah. Then don't watch it. Um, his involvement... I mean, it's not huge. Yeah, he's not like a... So, he's, he's not, not like he, a main, main He's character. not like the main guy, yes. right? Like, that would be different. But, like, also, do you think it's kind of refreshing and nice that, like, people that are playing certain roles are, like... Like, for example, like, you know, the people that were playing Korean roles were actually Korean. Yes. You know, because there's been so many, like, shows and stuff where it's, like, they'll have somebody that's, like, supposed to be, like, let's say Korean or Japanese right. played by somebody that's actually Chinese. Or, like, right. you know what I mean? Or to they'll, be like, fair, mix I don't know if the... Because, you know, like, her husband's supposed to be Japanese. Was yeah. he Japanese? We should find out we right now. We should find out. Now I was, I know, because I was like, I was just thinking. I was like, because I remember there was that, um, what's that show? Kim's um, Convenience? Yeah. yeah. Was it Kim's Convenience? A lot yeah, of them Yeah, so that's the one that I think it's cringe because, yeah. A, the a lot of people love it, though. So, yeah. like, <laughs> no issues if you love it. Mm. For me, because I'm Korean, it was very cringe because I think it's so, the accents are so over the top. Yeah. So... In my opinion, it was too much. Like it was, it was just too over the top. And like half the half the contest uh, contestants, half the cast, I Aren't think Korean. they're not even Korean. Which which baffles me. It's like it's like honestly, you couldn't find a few Koreans. I know, but this is, <laughs> but it's also the same. There's so many straight actors that play gay roles, right? And Do I'm you think like, there's just a too small of a percentage of gay actors. Mm-hmm. I think there's actually a lot. Well, this begs another important question. Do you think that that's extremely important? For, for example, like, oh, that's we actually, could argue both, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you are acting. Yeah. So I do understand to some degree mm. that, you know, especially when it's like, let's say Asians that don't get much representation or yeah. gay people that don't get much representation. Um, then I do get it to some degree. Yeah. But at the same time. <clears throat> it's like, it's like, I know there was a lot of mm-hmm. like, um, not backlash, but like, you know, like in the trans community as well, when there's not a trans person playing a trans role. Right. They're kind of like, well, there's not enough. You know, and I. But I, how many trans people are in the acting business? Yeah, but then I could also question that maybe the reason that there's not so many trans people in the business is because other people are playing trans roles that could be going to trans people. Mm, you know, could I, be, could but be. I, I get it. You're right. Part of it's acting, but part of it's also like, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a weird one. Isn't I don't it? think there's a hard fast rule to be like, you know, this has to be played by this. I yeah. mean, especially when it's something. Well, for me, it, I guess it bugged me in Kim's convenience because it's literally about Korean American family. Yeah. And but at the same time, I guess we could say, you know, like they're acting. They're acting. Yeah. Not very well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let me find, find out. Find out if the, the husband is. Uh, okay. Let's see. So um, husband dude. Yeah. His name is Joseph Lee. Oh, it's not looking good. Ooh, that does not sound like a Japanese uh-oh. name, my dear. He's Korean American. Oh, uh-oh. your theory just went to my the theory's gone. To- <laughs> what about his mom? Was she Japanese? Let's find out. Because she was supposed to be Japanese as well. She looked kind of Japanese. Yumi. Hold on. Yeah. What? Hold on. Oh, yeah. She's Japanese. Fumi. 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 So the mom was Japanese. So, yeah. Okay. So like they're kind of you know. Most of the time, Most though, they were doing them. well because Stephen, the guy was Japanese or the guy was Korean. Yep. And then the brother, the guy that played the brother, the was, hottie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Guys, if you're going to watch any episodes, watch episode five. Yeah. Anyway, 
You'll get to see one of Rose's favorite scenes in a TV series on that one, you know? Anyway, yeah, they're Korean. So Mm -hmm. it was nice. And it was nice to have like kind of an Asian cast without, but also adding in the cultural element as well. Yeah. But without making it like the sole purpose of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, when I watch Crazy Rich Asians, like it was funny and stuff, but it was just such a big fucking... That was the whole premise of the show. It was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm Asian and I'm fucking rich and I'm Asian. And by yeah. the way, did I mention that I'm Asian? Yeah. It's like, okay, calm the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost nice because it was like almost refreshing in the show Beef because I also could relate to the characters. You know what right. I mean? As someone that's not Asian, mm-hmm. I was like, a lot of the things that they were going through yeah. were things that I've gone through. You know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. like relatable in, in, to some degree. And also I think that it was a really interesting um juxtaposition as well because obviously you had the main character with his like traditional or more traditional parents quite traditional and he was like torn between this Mm -hmm. like you know and you could even see it i'm gonna i'm gonna reveal one little spoiler it's not a huge spoiler but like he always would talk about like he was like torn between the like traditional korean i guess ideologies or something versus like western like one of the things he brought up he was like telling his younger brother he's like do not date white women blah 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 (laughs) but in the meantime you know, dudes looking at some kind of looking at white women in porn. He, he <laughs> actually specifically, there's one scene where he's typing in his computer, Asian, Asian man. guy, Asian man with white woman. <laughs> and like, that's what he was into. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, you well, know. but then you could argue that he sees white women as maybe like material versus Asian or Korean women as wifey material. True. And he could just see like white women as just a like sex, a toy. sex symbol. Exactly. Yeah. So that's maybe, I think that was maybe the one of the kind of, it could be that uh, too messages but yeah. also i think it is also that kind of ironic factor. like being torn you yeah. know like god damn we'd be doing a full-on uh should we should you think we should do an episode on the future on beef god damn daniel i don't know maybe also love is blind forward no <laughs> speaking of love's love is blind that's another part of our story oh today. are we talking about the vanessa backlash oh my, well there's a lot of drama with love holy is blind right shit now. guys you guys so we're today is all about entertainment news, i love it apparently a little bit of you know like a little bit of light-hearted news although we did start the segment talking about graping so yeah, oh you yeah. know maybe not light-hearted enough not that light um so i guess we'll talk about love is blind drama. yes so first of all guys we talked about this, didn't we? Did we talk about the the fucking reunion? There's so oh yes, we talked about it because yeah, it yeah. like broke the TV and like everyone's like fucking freaking out. Everyone was losing and then their people shit. People started a goddamn petition because apparently people have nothing to do with their lives. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Like it, it, it cr- it's one thing to watch a show, yeah, and criticize it, but to start a petition. And you know what's so? F- it's not funny, but um, <laughs> I'll just say you know what's so funny, but not actually funny, guys. Um. I, one of our friends sent us, the, I think it was one of our friends sent us the link of the, the petition. So I did open it initially. And I remember at first it was like, get to. What was the petition? It was to get Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey off, off of Love is Blind yeah. as hosts. They wanted them removed as, as hosts. Yes. And they wanted new hosts on. And so <laughs> the first thing was like, get up to 10,000 people to sign it, you know? And I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. And at the time there was like 4,000 people. And I just happened to, you know, when you leave your web browsers open. Yeah. So I have all these different screens open and I was like looking for something else and I was closing some of my open tabs. And then I looked and I was like, oh, this petition's on there. So, so I re checked. I reopened it. And at this point it was like, get to 30,000 signatures. Oh my God. And they were like already at 20,000. I was like, oh my God, this is actually ridiculous. <laughs> And then I haven't opened it up for a while, guys, but then I saw it like, I don't know, a couple days ago and I just happened to just open it up again and it was at almost 50,000 signatures. Oh my God, people are insane. Like, I just feel bad for them now. Mm-hmm. I honestly... <laughs> people are like fucking acting like she's like murdered somebody. I know. And, and, and like, honestly, guys, people are blowing up her comment section on Instagram. People need to calm down. This is bullying. Okay. Yeah. You need to stop. I went onto her Instagram and they were like, oh my God. So she removed comments on a few of her, like first, her first and second posts, I think. But on her third one, it wasn't removed. Oh my removed. God. And so many people in the comment section like, bitch, you should have taken the comments off all your pictures. You are disgusting. Oh all this God. stuff. I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> like okay, I get it. I, I was annoyed too, but people, you need to calm the fuck down. Down, okay yeah. like it's a show yes yeah, she didn't do a good job as a host mm-hmm. that's it okay exactly maybe she like, was a little bit mean to some of the guests that's it yeah they, i mean they're not like saving lives they're, they're not, not they're not working lives. on the er exactly like, like calm the fuck down but i also feel bad for like i do feel bad for her like don't get me wrong i, I feel bad for anyone that gets so much internet hate i even yeah. feel bad for some of the people that were on the show even though like yes i didn't like them on the show yeah but again like you are not a better person by harassing them afterwards on their social media. Like I don't get what the thing is. The thing that I don't get right is 
Like, how do people like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I did go onto Vanessa's page and I looked at the comments. Yeah. Did I, add I look a, at comments? Yeah. I look at that stuff sometimes. I didn't add a comment first of yes. all. And secondly, it's like, and I looked at the petition. I didn't sign it, but then I'm like, where do these people have all this time to exactly. craft these huge comments and fill to, all this to do stuff? With a reality show. I know, That's it, what kills me. I know. And I'm just like, really? Like you care that much about this fucking shitty reality TV <laughs> show that like, frankly guys, season four was probably the worst season I know, and of existence. About it. I know everyone's going knip having a conniption on season four. And I'm like, guys, it's not even a good season. It was a shitty ass season. It wasn't even interesting. No. Um, but there's more drama. Oh, so God. other than the Vanessa Lachey drama. Yeah. So, Basically, so do you remember in season two, there was that girl, Danielle, who had a bunch of mental health problems. And then the guy that she married, who we kind of think could be, you know, swinging in a different direction. Yeah. You remember exactly what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. right? Danielle so, and what was her husband's name? I can't remember. Anyway. I think it might show up. Yeah. Um. So basically, the drama is, so she came out, I think it was her initially. I'm trying to find an article that like describes the, mm. um, the, the whole thing. Oh, here it is. Okay. So. Basically, several contestants from previous seasons alleged that filming the show was a traumatic experience that included high levels of exhaustion, insufficient meals, lack of sunlight, and panic attacks. They say producers took advantage um, of them, of all of these things, so that they could film. So season two contestant Danielle Rule says producers pressured her to stay on the show despite her vocalizing suicidal thoughts. So I guess one of the things that she said, I'm, mm. let, me, let me see if I can find this article. So, oh God, it's one of these business insider articles. You have to I pay. I hate that. I hate you the guys, I, I am not paying. I refuse. I actually Sorry. saw this. I actually saw this thing, but I don't know if it's legal, but I saw <laughs> this thing where it's like, there, if you're on a laptop, not more so than a phone, right. you, you can actually somehow get ba- past the paywall. It's like into the coding. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh. if you like just go into the, like the weird, I don't know if you can still do it, How but I saw this How much is it thing. even? Oh my God. Maybe we should pay. No. <laughs> We're not paying Rose. So anyway, so she, because uh, I, I guess like in one of the, because, inter- you know, in order to get on the show, you have to have an interview or whatever. Yeah. They probably have and, a lot of interviews and mm-hmm. stuff and, and like videos. And she actually said, because, you know, she kept talking about her mental health th- yeah. during the thing. And she actually said that she mentioned it in their interview. And then she said, I felt like because of what I said in the interview about my mental health, I wouldn't get on the show because, uh, you know, obviously the thing is. Re- realistically if you have mental health issues you probably should not be going on shows like this okay no. you really should not be but then of course that's going to create drama mm-hmm. because if you're like bipolar or something or if you have some mental health issues unfortunately that might appear entertaining yeah right that's unfortunate but this is the thing at the end of the day guys remember it's a tv show like yeah. if it was all lovey-dovey couples that had no exactly. drama everyone would be like this is exactly like brad boring. and tiffany that was boring as hell exactly <laughs> Because they were a perfect couple, okay? Exactly. They were like, oh, I love you. I love you so much. It's like, okay, cool. Like, okay, cool. Next scene. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so Sorry, continue. So anyways, oh, Nick was the her, her husband's yeah. name. So basically, uh, yeah, they were, they were very open right now talking about the mental health struggles they faced. Mm. Um, basically, they were both like in a very dark place afterwards, apparently. And um, I don't know the exact all details. I guess she posted a th- TikTok talking about yeah the screening that she had with a psychologist talking about her mental health journey including past suicide attempts and then during the show producers were constantly bringing up past traumas in order to break you down emotionally and get the reaction they wanted i thought the things i disclosed in the psych uh, evaluation was confidential and so she had to relive those things oh my god that's pretty fucking bad and then that's so bad mm-hmm, and then she had a panic attack during filming, which she said left her hiding in a closet with suicidal thoughts. After sharing, she wanted to stop filming, and go home. Mm. She claimed producers stepped in and convinced her to stay, but no therapist was provided to assist. Oh my god! Because I think I guess on a lot of different reality shows, they actually have therapists around. I had no fucking idea. God damn! Probably because of shit like this. But also, if you think about it, like the premise of Love Is Blind, like it is a TV show, right? Like the at the end of the day, they want you to get to the altar, right? So like. Right. If like, for example, if you and me were on the show, we got matched. We're like, whatever, right. you know what I mean? Cause, right. and, and I was like, at one point I'm like, okay, whatever. We, we knew that we weren't going to get married. Like me and you yeah. were just like, we're like, yeah, we know this isn't going to happen. Daniel's a homosexual. <laughs> um, <laughs> or for other reasons. So we know that. So we're like, actually, let's just get off the show. Like we, we know sure. that we're not. And the producers were probably like, no, no, no. You have to get to the altar. We have yeah. to have a story. Even if you're like, I don't want to be on here anymore. Like, right. I don't care. Like, yeah. So, um, exactly. It has to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I understand to some degree, obviously, you know, you're running a show, but mm-hmm. obviously these are things you have to take into account. Like people's well being is very important. Yeah. But this is the problem with all of these shows. It's like, 
they don't really care about your well-being. They don't. You know, it's they a TV really show. don't. They, they want to make, make you money. Look bad as well, you know, yeah. on purpose. Yeah. It's all about that edit. You know, you say one mm-hmm. thing, they take it out of context and they can really push a narrative. You know God what I mean? Damn. Like Kwame was saying, like with him and Chelsea. Oh, or Chelsea. Was, it a narrative? Was, it, was her name Chelsea? Yes. Yeah. He was saying like, there was a couple scenes where he was like a little bit hesitant about their relationship. Right. And, then and they, that's what they just put, put out there, you know? Yeah. And he's like, the they edit. didn't see half of the stuff that we talked about and we're God like damn. together about, you know what I mean? So apparently, so I think this is the Nick guy, mm. Nick, uh, Thompson, I think, I don't know, claimed that he was isolated from everyone and virtually everything for days at a time. I have heard this. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the things that they do to like break you down and make you act all crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like they basically just isolate you. They take away, you don't have your phone or anything. And then you just kind of like, don't talk to anybody. So well, imagine you're like that for a few days and then they put you back on screen. Of course you're going to act crazy. But where are they isolating you? Like what, no part of, what part of the show are they doing I'm that? assuming during the pods. I'm not sure. Oh, Or maybe, maybe in Mexico. Who the fuck knows? Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there could be a lot of situations because like none of it's real right like we have to re- realize like so much of it is so fake yeah yeah, yeah. so they could be isolating them at any point even that's when true. they're back in reality you know mm. so anyways that's the drama with love is blind but apparently they've already filmed season five so yeah have they really i think so yeah because they're they usually, usually a year do- behind exactly. like they're always like whenever it's the reunion it's a year later mm-hmm. so God damn so i'm Daniel. guessing i'm guessing nick and vanessa are still the hosts for season five <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you try imagine trying to do that reunion after all that? Oh Dude, God. I just feel bad for them. God damn. So uh yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah. So guys, uh word of warning before you try to go on one of these reality shows, maybe don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't. I know. It's funny because, like, back in my younger days, guys, I did apply for Canada Big oh, Brother. Oh yeah, you did, and I helped you film it. You did, yeah. Season one, I applied for. And you oh, know, was it season one? It was the very oh. first. It was like Canada Big Brother season one, and um, I applied. And then looking back, I like, I should, I should, I have my old video somewhere. Oh, I know. And you know, we need to find it. <laughs> oh my god, I would die. It's no, I, so cute. I do have it, but like, I tried to um, play it on my uh, MacBook, but it was filmed on like and edited on a Windows, so oh, it's like god. having some compatibility issues. But anyway. I remember filming. We were on university campus yes. filming it. I still remember. We filmed we, like on went campus. all over the campus. It was yeah. so cute. I have a couple scenes down by the Bow River as well. Um, but but moral of the story, I was like, oh yeah, I think it'd be really cool to be on Big Brother Canada. And then when I when I filmed, I also said like I'm not the kind of person that like is confrontational. Like I was right. like in my audio <laughs> thing, I was like I'm not confrontational. I just like to have a good time. That's probably where and then you they went were probably like, and then the people that were on season one, I seem to remember it was like a really cringy season because they picked like right. these super extreme people. So I was like, okay, that's why I didn't get on. Like right. I'm not that person, and I never yeah. will be. Right? Like exactly. So exactly. I probably you can't make a, be you can't be the boring person. No. Well, they might pick one boring person. Yeah. But like it's very hard to be the boring person and get picked on the reality show. Exactly. Not that you're boring. No, no. But you're not like dramatic. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm not like a sociopath. <laughs> exactly. I feel like a lot of people like go on these. Kind of sh- have to be like a bit of a sociopath and a narcissist, like a yes. huge narcissist. Like Absolutely. you see these people, like and and it's like and again, I'm not throwing shade at all reality TV stars, but you're right. Like because it's, they're on an entertainment show, and people like even like us, we want to be entertained. We even said like Tiffany yeah. and Tiffany and Brett on season four, boring. We want fast forward through their section, which is bad that we're like that, but we are. We're like we give us drama. the drama, you oh, know. No. So like I would be actually boring on a reality TV. Yeah, we want drama. Okay, mm-hmm. we don't want we don't want the love. We want mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so next story. Um, this one's quite interesting. So you know Aubrey Plaza. Do you know who that is? Aubrey Plaza. Um, did you watch White Lotus season two? Yes. It's the uh, woman that is with the hot Asian guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. You like you like that Asian guy, hey? Oof. Oh, really? I like. What, ab- what about the guy that he uh, is rivals with? His friend. Oh. Oh. Theo James. Yes. Oh. Oh. Theo Theo James, if you're listening to this podcast, one. He is a hottie. Oh, we would like to interview you. <laughs> I'd and, like to do more than interview and you. Two, me and Rose are both single. <laughs> I think he's so, like married or something. I, I don't know. I think he is too. There anyway. was a lot of hot men on White Lotus, okay? Oh, God, there was a lot of hot men. Oh. I mean, who else was... Well, the Asian guy, not really my type. I know you like the Asian guys. Mm-hmm. He was I mean, like, generally, I don't care about, you know, race, Daniel. You know that <laughs> Tell me another joke. Didn't realize you're a stand-up comedian today, Rose. <laughs> you think I care that much about oh, race? Oh, god damn. I've dated every race under if, the sun. If they ain't 6'2 and what? Rose won't just, does That's not want to so know. That's so not true. Guys, do not listen to him, okay? <laughs> I've dated non-white people many times, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, they're all the same, okay? Yeah. They're all shit. <laughs> <laughs> all men are shit. All men are shit. 
<laughs> all straight men. Okay, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so Aubrey Plaza was the woman that played Harper. There you go. That Harper. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Harper. She played Harper. I like She's, that name. You know, yeah, she's a very, you know, she's she's relatively famous. She's a famous actress. She's been in quite a she, few things. She has recently gone into some heat, though, because she, which is actually quite a, a fascinating thing uh, from a vegan perspective. Okay. So she made this ad on Instagram. Okay, it was one of those Instagram reels, okay? Yeah. And it was a clear, uh, I mean, it was like an ad for dairy. Okay. okay? And it was kind of like a parody, right? It was basically like her being like, oh, hi, I'm Aubrey Plaza. I don't know if she used her real name or whatever. Yeah. And I am the producer of Wood Milk. And she's basically kind of mocking dairy-free alternatives. Like oat milk exactly, and almond milk. Exactly, by basically being yeah. like, look at all this wood that we're going to turn into milk. And it honestly wasn't, I mean, maybe I'm biased, I'm vegan, so like it wasn't mm, funny, but yeah. I didn't think it was funny. But it was a clear attack at, you know, non-dairy milks. And at the very end, she said something like, oh, like drink real milk instead or something like this, right? Yeah. The drama of it all. So basically she posted this. Did, and it, did, it, did the vegan community blow up? Well, it, I don't even think it's just vegans, but it was a huge backlash. Yeah. First, they, she, I don't know if she disabled comments from the beginning but the comments are dis- disabled under no. that video. So you know, y'all you know, know if the drama. comments have been disabled, yes. there is some drama. There is some drama. So basically, um, here's an article here. Aubrey Plaza is the new unfortunate face of the milk wars. Mm-hmm. So first of all, this is how we know that we're winning because this is all they do now is like go on the defense. But this, this was going to be my, my very first yes. point that I was going to say once you finish telling me that like mm-hmm. the whole story. Yeah. I was going to say in many ways, actually, it's kind of like not good to see, but it's interesting Mm -hmm. and nice to see that the milk or the dairy industry is now having to put these ads out there because originally it was like, oh, milk alternatives were not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't a big thing. And like, whereas now you go into the grocery store and we talked about this before they are, they're now starting to get a larger and larger shelf space before it was like they had like, and even, even in my lifetime, I've seen this in the last kind of couple of years. Because more and more people are lact- not just vegans, but people are lactose intolerant. Yeah. They want dairy alternatives. They don't want to drink milk. And you see, like, and look at your local grocery store. It's quite funny. You're seeing the shelf space for milk alternatives slowly yeah. increase, increase, increase. Like my local Safeway, like they have like a huge, quite a big section yeah. now. And I mean, obviously the dairy section is still huge, but it's not like it was before. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely creeping into that space at quite a fast pace. And I think this is the one thing that yeah. is finally becoming. More mainstream. It's hugely mainstream yeah. now. Think about all the coffee shops now. Even our local, and they took so fucking long Tim to do Hortons? it. Tim Hortons. Do they finally have yep. dairy free? So you can Thank get God. you can get oat milk in your coffee, almond milk, oh, wow. and soy. Thank God they have it all. Yeah, because I go there. You go there relatively frequently. <laughs> Cheap and cheerful. Exactly. I love exactly. it. I, the one place that seems to have not been hit by inflation. Oh goddamn. Yeah. Um. So but yeah. Sorry, yeah. So anyways, so she has been getting tons of backlash. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. Yeah, so it says here, the new ad for Big Dairy, Aubrey Plaza, promotes fake wood milk, but the dairy industry's latest attempt to win over the youths had back has backfired mm-hmm. big time. Ooh. It says, um, basically, like, anyway, they did this, like, kind of got milk style ad mm-hmm. where at the very end she has that milk, milk mustache. mustache. God damn, seriously, the shit that they did back then. That marketing, honestly. That, that ha- was genius at the time. It was, because, like, think about it. We all literally remember that ad every Celebrity. single person mm-hmm. in the like almost in the north america for sure <laughs> yeah N- even probably like parts of the uk everywhere yeah. like the milk mustache is like famous famous yeah. like that's how good their marketing was yeah and i still remember the text the font they used got milk yeah the, the exact font i yeah. can picture it right now anyways so now they're struggling like within you know, i don't know 10 20 years it's mm. changed significantly so basically, uh, this article says struggling against a world where the FDA has officially let almond, oat and soy cop its name. Big, big milk has probably paid Plaza huge bucks to conv- to convince the youth to please drink dairy. Mm-hmm. And then it went viral for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And then. Blah- so hang on that, that comment about the FDA, though, just did did all of the milk alternatives. Did they have to change their names? Like they couldn't be called oat milk I, anymore. And they're no, now... I think they said they're they're allowing it. Oh right, right, yeah. okay. So, so basically, because I remember the the milk industry. I think industry, there was drama at first. Yeah, because the milk industry was like, you cannot call it oat milk. You right. have to call it something else. God, it has it's to be such bullshit. It has to be oat beverage right. or like almond beverage. Yeah. And there was a big debate and debacle because like the milk industry was like, you can't call it milk. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I think I guess the non-dairy folks won. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Um, but that that's also another thing that keeps happening everywhere. It's like mm. people saying, oh, you can't use, you know, like if you're using an alternative, you have to use this language and this language. Yeah. It's like fucking calm the fuck down. Okay. Yeah, Nobody's since- buying accidentally like fake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, whatever. Um, so. It says, uh, the plan has backfired. Instead of making non-dairy milk look stupid, the ad has gotten backlash from Plaza stands, making dairy big dairy look stupid. Mm-hmm. They're calling the actress a dairy propagandist for siding with black milk, uh, big milk. Mm-hmm. The outrage got so real that Plaza seemingly turned off comments and her and on her sponsored Instagram post. And then basically, it just goes on. Let me try to read some of the top comments here, because <laughs> like the other, the next post, yeah. The comments are on, right? Uh, this is the thing. If you're gonna, guys, if you're in the middle of a fucking PR nightmare, nightmare, and you've disabled Instagram comments on one post, do it you on better like disable them. them on basically all of them in the last like I don't because know. Because people few be months. crazy. Exactly, they're gonna fucking scroll down, and <laughs> that they can leave a goddamn comment. Yes. So fucking disable all the fucking comments. Because people want to be heard. Uh huh. And then one of them says, uh, really disappointed that you're not only endorsing dairy milk, but also participating in an ad that mocks plant milks unfollowing. People said disappointing. Like, what the fuck? Mm. How disappointing? You are one of my favorite actors and I cannot support someone that will take mm. money from the dairy industry without any regard for the damage they get, they're causing to the pa- planet and to animals. Uh, hope you change your stance on this. Until then, I won't be supporting anything you're working on. Woo! Um, but yeah, all these comments are basically people shit yeah so it's you know it's strong guys like yeah. it's uh because back then again this would not happen you no know I mean? no this few is years ago people would be like you fucking crazy vegans calm the fuck down yeah, yeah yeah so there's actually so much backlash interesting that i, I feel like there's a little bit of power yeah you know? I, I wonder i wonder how much say i mean she, you still have say obviously you're your own person right like if a company came up to me and was like oh, we want you to do this commercial like you know, if it's something like that where I would be like, no, like no amount of money. Right. Like I wonder, I wonder if she, at the time she thought, oh, this isn't a big deal. Like it's not a, I think that's it's just a thought. joke. It's just a mockery or whatever. I think that's what she thought. Yeah. She clearly doesn't know. I feel like, okay, this is like, I'm being charitable. I don't mm. know. Right. Yeah. I don't know anything about this person. Mm. But yeah, my thought process is that she doesn't really know much about, you know, the issues with dairy. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't really care to consume plant milks. Yeah. She's one of those people, right? She's, she's probably just like a lot of people that are just kind of ignorant on these issues. That's my guess. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, why don't we let's talk about milk? You know, let's get people drinking milk again. And then she, you know, she's like, what, a little bit older than us? Maybe Yeah, a little bit older. You know, she grew up as a millennial, saw the got milk ads, probably fed all the propaganda about how milk makes you strong, gives you calcium, all yeah. this stuff. It's the real thing. It's natural. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So she probably was like, yeah, that doesn't sound harmful. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she knew that. I don't think she knows. Much. Like, I think she just went went along with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause she's, she's, she's just a person, right? It's not like, so I don't think, you know, it's right to like, you know, fully ostracize her, ostracize her or yeah. like go on a hate campaign. But I do think she, she probably realized she made a huge PR mistake. But I also think that in some ways it's kind of good because I think it will all also pose her the question to maybe question things a little bit more. So like exactly. if she has another brand or company that's like, Hey, can you do this commercial with me? Like maybe do a little bit more research, yeah. look into it a bit more before like just being like... How would people like, react, you think? Exactly. Like, obviously, you, you can't foresee everything, right? Like, yeah. you, you could end up being in a commercial that people fucking hate for whatever reason. Right. Not just about this one, but, like, anything. And you wouldn't have foreseen that, right? Like, right. there are certain things. But I think with something like this is maybe do a little bit of research and, like, look into yeah. it. Like, And also, it's not just, like, a commercial for milk, right? Like, I, I don't think people would have had the, the backlash. I don't think she would have gotten the backlash that she did mm. if it was just, like, being, like... Hey, drink milk. Yeah, yeah. Instead, instead, it was basically like fuck all these plant-based milks. Yeah, it was basically make making fun of something that so many people now drink. Yeah, and well, and I think I think yeah. honestly, if you're making a commercial, I always like I always and this is just my own personal opinion, but I always used to cringe at the commercials that like make fun of competitors. Yeah, that try to like bash competitors. I'm like, you know what? If your product is so good, sure. you don't need to do that. Like, right. show us what the benefit of your. Then this is just my perspective, obviously, but I'm always like, yeah. it always never sat well with me. That was like oh, well, this brand thinks they do this, but actually we do it so much better. And I'm like, right. well, instead of <laughs> instead of making that comparison, show me the features. Sure. What makes your product, th- like what is the, the special feature of your product that would pull me in? I don't need to know about the competitors. I don't care what they're doing because if, you know, depending on my, what I want to do, I'll figure that out. Like what, right. what I want to get. I just, it doesn't sit right with me. It's I like, know. it's like, 
trying to get ahead by like knocking that, someone else. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I if agree. if we had the same like you know, let's say we both had a cafe. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, don't go to Rose's cafe because our, right. our coffee is so much better. You know, right. like it's just, yeah. it's just not, it doesn't sit know, well. It's, it's stupid. Icky, yeah. It? I think though, the reason is because dairy, you know, for a long time, the propaganda worked, right? Oh, like hugely. Calcium, that shit worked. You know, all this other stuff worked. Periodic and table then- of element of, of peri- <laughs> element. <laughs> periodic table of food. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what do you, the periodic table of food. Not the periodic. What's you it mean called? the pyramid? The food pyramid. The food pyramid. Yes. I was like, the periodic table. I don't know what I'm talking about, guys. That's chemistry, <laughs> ain't, ain't it? Anyway, I was God like, damn. it's milk in the, chem- in the chemistry yeah, chart. It is. Anyways, um, so I think for a long time it worked. Yeah. And because it worked, you know, it was fine. Like, whatever. You didn't have to convince people mm-hmm. to fucking drink milk. You know, people were addicted to that shit to begin with. Exactly. And I have to say, mm-hmm. like, honestly, like, again, I have a lot of issues with the, with the dairy industry for no- numerous reasons. But, like... One thing I can say is they, back in the day, they had one hell of a marketing campaign. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, and it's not even just about that. We talked about the milk mustache. Everybody knows about this stuff, but also the fact that they were able to integrate dairy into like every product still, you can imagine. That's still, that's still happening because exactly. of all of this. Exactly. Like, like think about how just normalized it is to have like milk with everything, cheese, like there's, there's, they have just everywhere. done everywhere. Exactly. Like honestly, like it's, it, it, it blows my mind. Because even if you look at like vegetarian options, right? Mm. They're all covered in cheese. Yes. All has milk. Yep. All has cream. They've just infiltrated every part of like food in North America. Yeah. So the fact that they're freaking out about plant milks, I think is a good sign. Exactly. Because clearly there's some kind of threat there. Of course. Well, and, um, and I think I think the yeah. main thing is like to that point that we mentioned earlier is they are seeing like the it's not even just that plant plant-based um milk is there it's the fact that it that sales are growing yes right like and, and the it's, attitude has changed yes we've we've now see the shift in attitude mm-hmm. where people now know that a we don't need milk for strong bones yeah and b all the young people especially right like yeah. we're thinking young people that are now going to grow up and teach their kids to drink whatever they're going to drink yeah it's completely shifting. Yeah. So if young people are starting to not drink dairy milk, then they're basically fucked. And I would also argue that the young, younger generation, like the generation just before us mm-hmm. also, what are they called? I think that's like Gen Z. No, we're no, no. Gen Z is after us. Come on, Daniel. Yeah. I meant like, oh, you oh, said before us. Oh no, sorry. I meant, you meant after, after. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Not, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> after I'm mis- mixing my words. Okay. So Gen Z and, and, and the younger than that, I think also this is the kind of era where we're getting, a lot of kids that are growing up in this era that are like the Greta Greta Thornburgs and like the did I miss her name right Greta Greta Thurn I don't Thurnberg? know Thur- Thur- now I don't know how to I know say it. anyway like we're getting more more emphasis on climate change sure. and things like that so I think the youth of today are now they are we you know we do bug them and we say they're <laughs> a little bit sensitive and you know they them and all that kind of stuff but yeah. but. I think in many ways there are more focused on environmental stuff, things like that, where, where they're putting more pressure and like things aren't, they're not just taking the status quo, you know, because they're seeing real life. Like we're even seeing it now is the detrimental things that are happening on the planet. And they're like, what the fuck guys? Like what's happening? Yeah. So, so yeah, Aubrey Plaza, big, Mm -hmm. big no, no. God damn. Bad, bad PR move. Yeah. But how did, how like, refreshing is that oh, to see thank God. to see that there's all that backlash and yes, it, it kind of usually like, be like you vegans are fucking crazy exactly leave her alone. exactly so i'm sure there are people saying that but yeah. also it's like come on now i mean you're always you're always gonna get that there's still people out there that don't believe climate change is a thing like oh, you're just God. never gonna you're never gonna convince the masses yeah well, uh, well you're not we, gonna convince everybody yeah sorry that's what, that's what i meant to say yeah. you're never gonna you're never gonna get 100 percent of this is the thing that's so messed up about humanity is like we will never will all of us every single person on the planet 100 percent agree on anything I know that's crazy. It will but never there's happen. also too many of us. Yeah. You know what I was watching the other day, actually? <clears throat> Yesterday. I was uh, at my parents' house and then he started, my dad likes those nature shows. Like you like those. Yeah. And he put them. on like chimps or something. There's something about Oh chimps. yeah, I saw that. I saw Did that. You watch I didn't it? watch it yet. No. Oh, but it's actually really interesting. Like I don't watch these nature shows. Yeah. But like when it's on, I find it very intriguing. They're fascinating. That's yes. why so many random oh facts about animals, Rose. I know. You should watch the chimps one. I'm going to. So what's fascinating is because we're very closely, like genetically very close to yeah. these chimps. And these guys are fucking vicious, man. Yeah. They like, there was this one part. I mean, I might give, oh, I mean, spoiler or I mean, whatever. <laughs> but like, because they, 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 you know, they 
travel in tribes, right? Yeah. They're social creatures. They're in tribes and they take care of the tribe and they have, apparently they're very territorial. Extremely. So apparently, but then they also, you know, they have certain amount of resources and mm-hmm. there's like fruit trees and this one territory. So this one tribe was like trying to get to the other territory because they, they know there's a good fruit tree. And they want okay? that fruit tree. They want that fruit tree. So they're like, you know, making their way into their this other territory. Mm. And then they found another uh, chimp from the other tribe and they fucking killed him, man. Yeah. They fucking killed him. Well, I watched this I watched this thing also about chimps as well. And and cuz scientists were studying them and stuff and they were like thinking that they were more gentle in the originally right. and then they realized how fucking crazy these <laughs> things are, like the chimps are and like they actually got this footage of them like they actually like hunt other monkeys to yes, eat them and stuff. There's, see, there's a scene there. Yeah, and they I were didn't like I know that. I the, thought they were herbivorous. No. Apparently they eat, but they, they are, they're omniv- omnivorous. Most, yes. Yeah. They do eat like more like fruit and stuff, yeah. but like they also will hunt other monkeys and like to have meat and all yep. this stuff. And like the researchers were like, what the fuck is going on? Like yep. they were just shocked, you know? So anyway, my conclusion was no wonder us humans are fucked. Yeah. This is our close fucking relative. relative. <laughs> like the like, actual, like, I mean, and even these guys are pretty, can be aggressive as well as the gorillas. Like they're gen- yeah, who's they're more, more, I heard chimps are scarier. Yeah. Chimps are, chimps are more aggressive because right. generally what happens like, I, I, again, this is all like hearsay, like not hearsay, like who knows? Like exactly. Exactly. Right. But like generally like gorillas, they have like a pretty stable family situation. Okay. So you have like the silverback with like sure. the, you know, women that he's, Look at you he's knowing with. all this stuff. Uh-huh. Like, Damn. What else? Silverback is a sign of a mature uh-huh. male uh-huh. that like uh-huh. looks after the that's troop. The, that's the alpha male. It is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then like, you know, they're generally they'll live and coexist in their like family thing. But the silverback's very protective of his like females and everything else. And like if another male tries to come in, oh, then, do they, does he have multiple? Multiple wives, you said? Yes. Okay. They live in a very uh, multiple... Po- polyamorous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then also... Again, patriarchal society. Yeah. But then also that's kind of fucked up because then if a new silverback takes over the tribe, he will go around and like kill all the like babies from the other silverback. <gasps> My God. No wonder we're fucked. I know. It's kind of crazy. Guys, no wonder. Uh, maybe it's just in our genes to be like fucking evil, you know? <laughs> And we're going against um, nature, Rose. Well, what's interesting is about apparently with the chimps. So this is what's different, I guess, from humans. Maybe mm. we've evolved a little bit past this. Yeah. Whereas chimps, they basically stick to the tribe mm. and like everyone else is the enemy, essentially. Yeah. But maybe also it's because they're like living in this like fucking in world where resources are limited and, yeah. you know, they're fighting for their lives every day. That's probably why. There's we're also resource limited though, Rose. Well, I mean, as we sit here in front of a fucking... <laughs> yeah. Laptop, Laptop phone, phone uh, lights, fucking lights everything. In your beautiful two-bedroom apartment. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm going to go home to my two-bedroom apartment. Uh, like, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's quite interesting. So, I guess, like, yeah, anyone outside the tribe. Whereas, like, mm. you know, we would be, you know, again, we weren't like this always, right? We know yeah. we used to, you know, hate each other based on race and all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, we still do sometimes, obviously. Yeah. But, um, you know, now we're a lot more like, you know, you don't have to be in our little group in order for us to, like, get along yeah but i guess with chimps it's every chimp for himself outside the fucking trap scary as hell scary as a fucking hell you have to watch it anyway oh my god it's actually really interesting i kind of want to actually watch it i know i love honestly there's been so many like neat things i've seen like for example like just on another side note like (laughs) killer whales orcas Uh are i mean we already know that they're so intelligent but like (laughs) each area of different orcas they've come up with like different hand hunting techniques Uh uh-huh and like there's this one Again, I think it's like it's been like it's vi- it's gone viral or whatever. There was this scene of this like little seal, and the seals often go into like the ice floats for protection. You right. know what I mean? Because they're not in the water, the killer whales can't get them. So this one group of killer whales, it was a really what they would do is if the if the if the seal was on like a small thing of ice, uh-huh. the whales would swim together to create a wave uh-huh. to like push the seal off the ice, oh, God. and then into the water, and then they would eat it, right? Ah! But the seal, I don't know if the seal figured it out, but this one seal happened to be on a really big sure. thing of floating ice. Right. And, and so even no matter how big the wave was, like they wouldn't right. be able to get it off. So what do they do? Oh, God. They fucking break up the ice, get the ice block that the seal's on, push it out so that it's further out in the water, and then <gasps> fucking do the wave. I was God like, these damn. animals are so smart. Like God literally. Damn, Daniel. It always breaks. I know it's part of nature, but it, it breaks it break my little heart. God damn. Break my little and heart. And that poor seal is just like on the ice oh, ice flow like this. Like literally they're like, we're fucked. Like oh I can't get out God, of this. Oh no. Can you just imagine the terror? Yeah. Oh God, I can't. Because they know like they're like, we're just not yeah, going like, to get out of this. You're, you're fucked basically. Yeah. Oh yeah. It breaks my heart. Breaks God my heart. Damn. And then the scene where, um, the there's a scene where basically the chimps of the dead chimp 
the the same tribe yeah they like discover the dead body because he was by himself right yeah. that was the big like problem yeah he was by himself and then they're all like crying and it's like well not like fully crying but like you know they're making the noises emotional and, and yeah. i'm like oh my god yeah. so emotional Anyway, I have one more story I have to talk about. Kay. Okay. It's a very, it's going to be a short one. Okay. Let's talk about so it. So it says here, more Gen Zers own homes at 25 years old than millennials or Gen Xers did at the same age. Almost one third of 25 year olds in the United States owned their home what? in 2022, edging out their millennial and Gen X. I guess Gen X is the uh, generation before us. Yeah. Counterparts. According to a new report, home ownership rates among millennials, 28%, and Gen Xers, 27%, when they were 25, registers lower than Gen Z, which is 30%. But that doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Because, no, but like, honestly, guys, like, this is when I would like question this. Only because, and it's not that I want to discredit this article. Yeah. But like, also, if you look at what's been happening, right? Like, from our generation to the younger generations before us, it's like, number one, salaries have not increased. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like our salary is similar to somebody that's just starting out at work. Student debt overall has increased from our generation to previous ones. And home prices have gone through the roof from our generation when we were 25 to now. Right. So it doesn't make sense. How are they, how are they able to afford it? Like, are they getting a lot of of help or? I I think that's the theory. I think, um, that's what a lot of people are saying. I don't yeah. know if it's true. I, I haven't really fully looked into this. Let's yeah. see this article. It says, many Gen Zers took advantage of the historically low mortgage rates during the COVID-19 pandemic years mm. of 2020 and 2021. So, so now they're one gonna, factor. They're, now they're going to be fucked when the mortgage rates go up. Right, because after five years, usually you have to yeah. resign. Um, and then uh, the report is based on national data. So mm. 25-year-old's median monthly mortgage payment in 2021 was 1000 13 dollars what that's fucking tiny that is which that. is 16 percent of their seventy four thousand nine hundred median income that also seems high. exactly that seems high like this, this is a very weird <laughs> article rose but again we're this is like the entire country right so and that's also the u.s account, we're taking into account exactly mm-hmm. new york city fucking yeah. san francisco true they do get paid a lot depending on you know that's true but and also mm-hmm. i don't know if you've been seeing lately on on tiktok because i know you're always on tiktok uh-huh um, but the Canadian real estate market is like insane, th- the craziest in the world. Like it's like, I, w- it's like the worst you mean? Yeah. In terms of like, um, overall like growth and how fast the prices have gone up and everything. Right. They're like, Canada's like, I don't know. I think we're number one or number two, not in terms of value, like necessarily, but how like fast and crazy it went over the last couple of years. Yeah. Like it's not good. It's not good. No. So what are we going to do? I don't know. Is it because of foreign investment? Well, there's a number of factors. I think there's a lot of people there because they're saying like foreign investment's part of it, but it's just like in generally, it's not the biggest piece of the problem. Right. The biggest piece of the problem really is starting to become like a lot of these like real estate investment trusts. Right. And like hedge funds and all of these massive you know because because real estate's looked at as like you know you, you can yeah we keep looking it. at it as an investment that's the issue so i think i think that people talk about all these different stuff but really when it comes down to it like real estate like if we continue to look at it as an investment and that's all that it ever is to people you're going to continue to have these massive companies that own like so much property yeah which which forces but can does so many things it forces a lot of people out of the market it drives prices up because yeah. a lot of these companies, what they'll do is like, they also don't want the price to ever go down because then their yeah. investments go it's down. It's never going to go down. Exactly. So like, even <laughs> it, even if like logically it doesn't make any sense, like in Canada, the real estate market doesn't make sense. Like the average house price in Toronto, I think it was like over a million dollars. Yeah. Something cut fucking crazy. I could yeah. be like mixing this up a little bit, but like. But Toronto, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's like the average salary there is like, I don't know, not like. Seven, not much 70k yeah. or something yeah, yeah, yeah. so even if you have two people on 70k 140k maybe a little bit more like they are struggling to get into the housing market so it's like who's buying these properties mm-hmm. who is enough people because you have to think like to sustain a real estate market you need to have enough people buying right right like it doesn't matter yeah there's a few people that, that are in the top one percent that can you know continue to buy but they don't buy as much as the masses right right so then it's like who the fuck is buying all this well it's like the hedge funds it's the real estate investment trust it's like these all these right. other, and now i saw this i saw this ad for everyday people like us can now buy a chunk of a property through this like investment no. vehicle and i'm like this is i'm like this is gonna make the problem worse yeah you know what i mean like because now you're saying hey me and rose can put like 
two grand and we own a part of this building, right. but we're not really, do you know what I mean? Like, and then using uh, that as an investment. This is the issue is yeah. constantly telling people that, yes, I get it. It's an investment. Yeah. But it just really fucking irks me. Yeah. Because now it's gone too far. Yeah. And so many people just view buying a home as just an investment. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, people need a home to live. Exactly. Like people talked about this as well. Like maybe there should be. And I, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, guys, either. But like people were saying, hey, you know what? Maybe there should be a cap on how many investment properties you can own. Mm-hmm. And maybe we won't allow these big investment funds to to, to, yeah. to to invest in property. Like maybe that's something that happens. Or, you know, maybe we don't allow foreign investment into yeah. into real estate. To some to some to degree. To some degree. But then the second that you do that, you could uh, essentially implode the housing market. Right. Right? So I know, because now it's gone wild. It's 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 insane. It's insane. Yeah. But yeah, apparently Gen Z. They're fucking buying up homes. God damn. That'd be, that's a very, very strange article. Which is very interesting. Yeah. It says record low mortgage rates, remote work, providing freedom to move somewhere more affordable. That actually makes... Oh, okay. Now it's starting... Okay. okay. That kind of makes some and sense. And skyrocketing rental costs yeah. have, have motivated some Gen Zers to break into the housing market. While the oldest of their generation has just graduated college when the pandemic started and hadn't start building up their bank accounts, mm-hmm. they had some financial advantages. The unemployment rate was near record low Blah 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 blah. So, if, so I get it. You know what? Actually, that makes sense because I guess during COVID, yeah. right? Like you could work remotely, so that opened up the opportunity to move. Like you don't have to live in the city anymore. You could live in a small town, sure. and buy a house. So I could see that. They that could, they could live in the suburban hellscape and buy a house. Exactly. They, <laughs> they, they could choose to live in, in the you middle know, of but fuck nowhere, Timbuktu. <laughs> exactly. You know. So who knows? Apparently, you know, they're not struggling as much as we thought they would. Then we'd be the struggling generation, Rose. <laughs> Millennials are just, you know, we just fucked. <laughs> we is, but they still have record student debt and stuff. Like that didn't go oh, away. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm sure. I'm, and I'm sure this is not, you know, obviously there are still a lot of yeah. people struggling. Well, and also like um, we're seeing this now, like with people that got into the mortgage, uh, got a mortgage with those record low rates. Yeah. Now, if they're on a variable rate, they're paying a lot more now. Or if they're on a fixed, you you fix at least in Canada, you fix for five years, right? Yeah. So after the five years, you better hope that, that more that interest rate has is it gone, gone down yet. I think what it's the stayed, fuck's going on. I think it stayed the same roses. I haven't been bitches. following it so much. Mm. Mm. Some of us don't have to, I guess. I'm, I'm locked in for five God years. Damn, Daniel. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> and on that positive note. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, if you're watching this video on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, guys. Hit that thumbs up on the video. Send us some love in the comment section down below. Um, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to hit follow. You'll get updated as soon as there's a reg- uh, new uh, episode. Also, check out our Patreon page, guys. Patreon.com slash The Savage Podcast and get uh, exclusive content that we do an exclusive episode every single month. You also get every episode a week before everyone else and it's all ad free content on there so really really great so check it out damn and also guys if you don't have plans in august come and join (laughs) me and rose we are going to thailand and bali we finally we booked our flights it's official it's official we are going we're super excited um so yeah check that out again the the links for both those trips and a little bit of the itinerary description all that is in the show notes so feel free to check it out and if you want to join us then yeah join us you guys get all the info links are below Mm -hmm. thank you so much for listening and we're going to go record our patreon exclusive now so make sure you check out our patreon to listen to that exclusive that raw content yeah all All right. right guys bye bye